0: What does it mean for a function to have a zero? By the end of this episode, you'll be seeing zeros everywhere, and you'll know how to use them in your functional programs. Hi, my name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. So, zero is an important algebraic property that. We use probably more than we realize. It, what it does is it lets you build operations that have a kind of short-circuited ending, right? So, zero comes from multiplication. the The name zero uh, for this property comes from multiplication where the zero value actually is the number 0. So, when you're multiplying and you have a zero in there, you know, say you have like this really long list of numbers to multiply and let's say it's like 20,000 numbers and you get 20 or 30 numbers in and you say, "Hey, there's a zero in here." You're done. Right? Cuz when you multiply it all out, it's going to be 0. You know that. So, you don't have to do the rest of them. Right, so there's this advantage of being able to short circuit your operation. So the zero value of a function, it's a property of a function. It basically tells you where to stop calculating, and you know the answer already. Um, the zero value becomes the answer. Uh, like I said, it comes from multiplication, and the property is pretty simple. If you if you do a times zero, the answer is zero, no matter what a is. If you do zero times a, you get a zero, no matter what a is. And so this property is the same. You just swap out the operation. So the zero value with the you know operated on some other value, it's always going to be the zero value, um, and, it, and it doesn't matter what position. They're in, um, so not all functions have them. Uh, that's important to say. Uh, it's not as common as the identity. We went over the identity value in um, another in another uh, episode, but uh, the zero is is a lot less common. It's less common to be able to just stop like you can with multiplication. Uh, but we'll go over some that are. Just we use them all the time in in programming. So in JavaScript, there is a f- uh, a value called not a number. So if you happen to do some calculation, some you know, yeah, I guess buggy code, you get a not a number out, right? It's not a number is oddly a number. <laughs> like the type is a number, but it's called not a number. If you get one of those, Anything you do to it and any other mathematical operation also yields not a number. So you can basically stop. If you have a not a number, that not a number will be your final answer. So that's a zero. The interesting thing is not a number is a zero for every single mathematical operation in JavaScript. So that's pretty cool. Uh, It's a way to just stop working. You got some error in there that you you messed up. Um, some languages have null as a zero for some operations. Um, you could imagine if you you let's say you had an object and you called a method on it, and the method returned null, and you're chaining. So now you're going to call a method on that null, and then it's just gonna say operation not found, which returns null, and then you're gonna do an operation not found on that operation. So it's just gonna be over. You're done. Uh, you're gonna get a null out, and then the problem is where did the null come from, right? Um, just like where did the zero come from when I was multiplying, or where did the not a number come from? Uh, you lose track of of what uh, of where that answer comes from. Uh, sometimes you'll have an error value that becomes a stop to the whole thing so in uh, haskell you'll have nothing nothing is a zero so if you have a maybe uh, a function that that returns a maybe or that operates on a maybe value once you have nothing uh, there's no more operations to do uh, when you're when you're dealing with uh, nothing as a as a as a zero of the operation, so nothing. Once you get a nothing, you're always going to have a nothing, and you can't get a value back. Now, you could make an operation that doesn't use nothing as a zero. Okay, so there's that. But once you, if you are using nothing as a zero, once you get a nothing, you're just going to have nothing forever. Um, so that's important to emphasize because it is a choice that you have when you're programming. Is this going to be the end, or am I going to use some like let's say a default value if I don't know the answer to something? If I get a null, maybe I'm going to check and I'm going to kind of replace it with some other value that I know, right? Not let that null bubble out. Um, you you could look at this is probably kind of controversial, but you could look at Something like an exception, which, if you're in a loop and you're multiplying numbers together, okay, and you hit a zero, how do you get out of that loop? You could have a check or you could throw an exception and that will just bubble you out of the loop, right? And so you could do something similar where you say um, that exception stops all calculation. Right. Now we're going to have to catch the exception somewhere, but it's a similar idea that this is going to this is where we stop. By throw an exception, I'm just not going to continue anymore. Um, there's also this idea in a system like a message passing system where like let's say you have a, a worker thread doing work for you and you want to tell it, okay, let's stop, It's done like there's no way to communicate out of that message channel that you've got for that worker. Um, you can't just like stop the thread because some some systems don't let you stop a thread from the outside. So you have some you need some message that says stop that you're done. And so this is this is actually has a name. It's called a poison pill. You know, you're passing all these values down to your worker, and then at some point you say, Okay, I'm gonna put a poison pill in there, and that's gonna kill the worker. It's gonna consume it and kill it. And it, all it is is a, a value, you might say like kill or die or something, quit. And the the worker knows about this, the code in the worker has a condition for it, and it's just gonna end, it's gonna stop. And uh, so this is a this is the same idea. You have all these messages. These are just normal values, and then you have this zero value that's like I'm done. I'm gonna stop. It's the poison pill. Uh, this is translating this algebraic idea into a more imperative, time-based idea where you're doing message passing. Okay, so let me recap. Um, the zero of a function basically tells you. What values you can stop on, where you don't have to do any more calculation, and if you're doing dynamic programming, like you can just stop. You can just say, "I have zero. I don't need to run through the rest of the list," um, and that becomes the final answer. The property is very simple: zero times a is going to give you zero, and a times zero is going to give you zero. That means zero is a is a zero of multiplication. Um so once you have that zero, you can stop. And not all functions have them. It's a choice that you can make. You can make a special zero value for your operation that will have this property. If you need that, if you need something to say, hey, I've got I've got a problem. I want I want the problem to bubble out. To to the next thing. I don't want this to be operated on anymore. Uh, you you know that's that's a use for it. Uh, it's used a lot in like monads and things like that to just say okay we're done with this monad. <laughs> we're getting out of here. We got an error. Let's just get up to the top. We're gonna stop all calculation. Um, JavaScript's not a number is a is a zero. Uh, some languages use null. Um, You you could even think of like promises like once you have canceled a promise, uh, it's done. Like none of the then things are gonna run, and that's that's gonna be the final answer. Um, No matter how many then's you've put on there, it's they're just not gonna run, and that so it's gonna stop the calculation. Uh, And then in the message passing domain, there's the zero called the poison pill. Okay, Um, I think you. This is it's a cool idea to to think like there is some value that when I get to I know how to stop, and I think you could do yourselves a favor, and just look at your existing operations with this eye, for thinking when could I stop? Does it make sense to have some? value that is the end of the calculation um, that that could really clear up a lot of code, right All right, so do me a favor please. if you like this idea exploration of algebraic properties, you know this property is is important to know, I think, but it's probably not as important as something like the identity or, uh, commutativity or associativity, but all the same, it's very, very good to know and very, very simple, easy property. So, if you like these things, please subscribe because then uh, you'll get the other ones as they come out. Um, if you have a question, if you like to get into uh, discussion with me, if you have some disagreements, uh, I love to get into discussions over email um, eric at lispcast.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Eric Normand with a D. And uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. So you can find me there and let's connect. Just send me a message about the podcast. All right. See you later.